Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Get started with me tonight. Uh, me, uh, man, Elliot O'Neill on the bass. <laughs> My man, Ben Calloway. Cheesecake Callaway on keys. I wish I had my keys with me so I could clink them. And I'm your host, Sexual Gratification Roseville. Oh, yeah. All night. With you. All night. All night. All night. All night. All night. All right. I just keep saying all night. So he's got that on the intro sequence. All night. And coming straight out of the dank and into your ear holes is the Simpsons Index. Yes. That's what people Hi. have. They this have ear is- holes. Pardon? That's what people have. They have ear holes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's how we get into the people, into yep. their minds Apparently. via the ear hole. Uh, with our 23rd episode of the podcast. Hi, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in the dank this week is... I'm the Wolfman on the Midnight Shift. <laughs> and... Um, you want to know my name? I, uh, I dropped my name tag into the fire. I'll get it out. Ow! 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 If I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. (laughs) Thank God I don't. Um, And yeah, we, uh, the classic trio of BT, EJ and Danny are here. And uh, we uh, just watched season 23, episode 12, Mo Goes From Rags to Riches. Guys, what did you think? Oh my God. I didn't like it. I was, it was very unpleasant. I mean, a lot of ways. Very disappointed. I thought like, wow, this is the first Simpsons episode I've seen in like over a week. I was stoked. I was really pumped. Mm. And it's just a downer. It looks like one of those... You know when you watch shitty fan versions of cartoons? It, yeah. it feels like a fan doing a version pretending to be good when it's actually... Because all the, all the timing is out. All the voices don't sound right. All the pacing's weird. All the jokes are... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I, could, I could rant about this for a long time. Let, oh, let's let's swap over to Beach. Hi. What do you want to know? What did you think? Oh, what did I think? I thought it was really disappointing. Like, okay, to quickly summarize, this is the story of how everyone's drinking at Moe's having a good time. They're all like, Haha, Moe's best friend is that rag there. And it turns out that is his best friend. But let's find the origin story of that rag. Narrated by Jeremy Iron. I mean, Jeremy's Iron. They set up this interesting story. Not particularly interesting, but a little bit interesting. Mm. And then... Of all the characters to cut through and find out more about, boom, it's like, why not the fucking dish rags? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to write. A, you think we're going to choose a character and flesh them out? <laughs> yeah, right. It's mm. the another episode like the one where Bart got an interest in falconry, where it's like, this is the premise that no one no asked one really, for. Yeah. And sure, you could say, like, oh, they get attached to a lemon tree. What kind of stupid premise is that? But in this one, yeah, kind of interesting premise. Let's see where uh, a rag went uh, through history. But they did you fucking... Say, don't did compare you it to falconry? the... Falconry? Falconry. Oh, falconry. No, no, don't compare this to the fucking lemon tree because they justified that. They said it's a part mm-hmm. of the town's history and as the backbone... As, as kids, the backbone of our economy. That justified that shit. Part of us all. Part of us all. Part of us all. Of us all. <laughs> Unless you somehow forgot... No. As if you don't say, as if you huh. don't say that to yourself three times every night before bed. Oh, for real, man. Now this was. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel so bad for Jeremy Irons. I like, know. I am going to be in the episode of The Simpsons. What am I going to do? You're going to be a rag. 
Jeremy Irons will kill himself now. <laughs> it's, it's, oh man, I killed that last episode. I just remembered where it was like, this episode is a part of us all. A part of us all. Oh, <laughs> yes, I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> Stop, we'll have to pay for it. Um, so the other thing that makes this story all the more messy is they keep having these interjections uh, of a oh, Bart and Milhouse oh, breaking up storyline, oh, so which, dumb. look, out of the bat doesn't make sense. So anyway, they're like, uh, they go to tell the backstory of Moe's Rag and it goes back to, um, I don't know, France 300 some years ago. And Ancient Egypt as well. Yeah, oh, it moves through a bunch of places. Ancient Egypt, Persia, Spain... Um, back to the USA, then to Mount Everest, then back to the USA again. Um, and all the while this is happening, they keep cutting back to Bart and Milhouse, who are having this little tiff over Bart going, I don't know, uh, Milhouse is like the rag. Yeah, no, I think it's literally uh, a rag for a best friend. That's worse than Milhouse. Yeah. And then Milhouse yeah. is like, bye. I have a spine all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, it wasn't nearly in character for him. Yeah. I don't think it was a good enough or wacky enough reason for him. Well, for as, him to... as a plot point, that's fine, but that can be an A plot point. That's a fair enough thing to follow. But it didn't fit in this episode, which was already with the rag story hard to follow anyway, because it kept jumping from well, country to country to have a scene and yeah. then kept interjecting yeah. with the present day for this it, stupid even, Bart Milhouse then, thing. It's, it's a dumb clip show. It's yeah. not. It's just, here's a bunch of sequences of stuff throughout history still featuring The Simpsons, and it's yeah. just... Yeah. Oh, it's, it's dumb. There, I, I think n almost none of those were needed. Um, it, was all, it was all just chuck a couple of gags in here. Why not? This episode was two episodes that they didn't finish writing. That they just mm. fucking fudged together. Like... Um, and I'm all down with like when they do the Bible stories or yeah, like man, when they yeah. do those like they've done it a bunch of times and yeah. usually it's interesting enough to not to forgive you know mm. you know because they're usually uh, individual stories being told succinctly yeah so like where you've got uh, Marjorie telling famous stories in the library or the Bible yeah. stories they're usually it's, it's almost like a treehouse horror in the sense that it's three small stories and even if you don't like one there's probably one there that you do like this yeah. is just one ongoing story that you're sitting there going, it's the story of a rag. Yeah. Mm. I don't <laughs> care. Really are. Um, did I talk about the pacing yet? The pacing? L on, I, I don't think I did it on camera. Pacing is fucking weird as shit. We have shit. a camera? We have a kitchen. <gasps> Hello to our Periscope viewers. Whoop. I sort of did actually at the start where I was like, felt yeah, really strange to watch. Um, something about the pacing is, it doesn't feel like a Simpsons episode. Everyone talks slightly, everybody talks slightly slower than you would expect them to talk in a Simpsons episode where you tend to have a certain speed. As though they um, were trying to fill yeah, trying 30 to space minutes it out. of... Quite possible. Or perhaps... Content. <laughs> without 30 minutes of content. Yeah, so that was sort of unsettling. All, especially characters that normally talk quite fast. The clever ones like Lisa. Um, the anxious, anxious ones like Barton Milhouse. Yeah, I don't know. The whole episode felt like it was in slow motion. Yeah. Um, I am on painkillers. It could actually... Have, I just, maybe it's slow motion. Everything's all slurred could be. down for oh, you there, Danny. Great. Before I just used to have to cut stuff in editing, now I'm going to have to learn to speed things up too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We just want to party. <laughs> Damn it. Um, My shoes. So, uh, yeah, look, just dissecting this episode a little yep, bit. Yep, um, yep. Okay, so the start thing with Homer, like, going, and that's why I don't believe in religion, derp. 
Yeah, a bit strange. A bit derpy, and then... Very um, out of... It didn't go anywhere as well, you know? It was just a... a, a yeah, Quimby just scene. like, yeah, oh, you were meant to read the Pledge of Allegiance. And then Homer was like, oh, I thought I did. Uh, yeah. So dumb. And then Mayor Quimby uh, gets accused of uh, having an affair yet again. And uh, then all of a sudden, hit the jukebox. It's a Lionel Richie sometime. Mm. Yeah, I even have as a note, Lionel Richie W2F. Yeah. Because he, I mean, Lionel Richie's even in the background at one point. It's like, okay, why are we, why are we doing this? Yeah, okay? it's the Jeremy Irons episode. Why don't they play his famous hit? Which, of course, was Danny. Jeremy Irons. Get it out of the way because Die it's Hard. Was it Die Hard? It was Die Hard, wasn't it? Yeah, the third, the third Hard. He was. Uh, oh, he was. Nine. He, he was the second. Sinker. He was the second Hans Gruber. He was yeah. Tuba. Yeah, Tuba Gruber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, which is my favorite Die Hard still to Simon this day. Oh, it is a good Die Hard. And so yeah, Bart Milhouse divide kicks off in the bar, and then. Um, Mo gets teased about his rag and like everyone's just teasing everyone and then the rag just all of a sudden breaks out into this uh, this soliloquy man what the fuck like that whole I mean clearly they're going into this stupid bit they're they're like we can surprise you guys it's not actually about any of the characters Mm. ha ha fuck you for paying attention to that first half it doesn't matter Um, but also whole the Simpsons and suddenly a talking rag it's like dropping the character of the entire series. Yeah, it, yeah. it almost feels like he should go, well, it's a living. Wah, wah. Yeah. Mm. If it was like a throwaway gag, you could forgive it. They do that kind of shit in like Halloween episodes and now and then in normal episodes as a throwaway gag. Um, The little green guy that only Homer can see? Yeah. Osmodia. Uh, Osmodia. Yeah. It just is there for as long as he needs to be. Yep. And this is a whole episode dedicated to a fucking dog and rag. And yeah. the problem is like, there are only a handful of good jokes in this and like the most of it is just and then I was in France where I was loomed out of the wool of psycho sheeps and then um, Homer yeah. went the out to battle of because of no, no. some then we got that weird Mr. Burns bit where he just kills a bunch of sheep and you're like yeah. I, feel, yeah. I feel bad for sheep yeah and it wasn't a good joke behind it as well it's just oh I could be a good person no I'm going to start killing sheep no, it's, it's more labour than that it's like could be a good person and go three steps to the left but instead I'm going to murder all the like, I, I, I stopped caring 20 words ago yeah I mean and it's sort of weird is it like you wonder am I being too picky because it is a later Simpsons but no it, these jokes just don't have good setups and they yeah, don't like, feel like jokes if you yeah. were having fun you wouldn't care if it was stupid you'd still be having fun but you're yeah. not it's just like, mm. like oh okay whatever um so Marge ancient France Marge uh is weaving the the, the rag out of sh- psycho sheep's wool yep. and then um uh, Mr. Burns steals it and then he gets hung with it and then beaten like a pinata for some reason quick yep. interjection uh shotgun the bad name psycho sheep wool <laughs> Psycho sheep will kiss kiss say. Better run away, man. Too much nostalgia for me, man. <laughs> remember the nostalgia? Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> um, and yeah, then it ends up in Persia. They do some stupid storyline with Nelson and his fifty wives. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is the there rip- was no reason for them to do Alibaba in the fifty threes. There was no reason yeah, yeah. at all. First they go from like Alibaba in the forty threes, then take a weird jump to a thousand and one nights, and yep. just like yep. 
Are we just covering history, like actual, not history, but like a uh, fictional history now? Yeah, like, that's it, man. Like showing how this rag moved through time and like, which is a clever idea, but they fucking undo it by continuously cutting back to the present with this storyline with Barton Millhouse that has nothing to do with it. That's boring. He's mm. like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I don't forgive you. Here is another way. I'm sorry. Still don't forgive you. Like, okay. And then the last one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll have Dredrick Tatum punch you. Uh, and then they cut away so they don't show Dredrick Tatum punching him because though, child abuse. As though animating Dredrick Tatum would cost too much or something. It's like, oh, no, I think it's a child abuse thing. Yeah, because in the show where we've watched a child be strangled by his father repeatedly, that would be going too far. Mm-hmm. Man. See that Mary's Burger, not to like drop brand names in your show. No, um, I've, I've, I've often actually been thinking that we should plug the places that we eat from each it night seems because, fair. like, we do. It happen, does happen every night. So yeah, tonight we had burgers from Mary's Newtown, and it was they fucking were amazing. Amazing. Was I have n- no hesitation in calling it the best burger I've ever eaten. Mm. Ever. Big claim. I'm, I don't think I, I've and I, I've gone to a lot of burger joints. I've been really been looking for the, for like good burgers lately. And this is a burger that you know traveled a few kilometers down the road to get to you, and it's was insane. still good. It is insane. And you know when it got here, it didn't tell us its life story. <laughs> I paid like twenty five dollars for a burger before. Now, at like classy indie hipster bullshit burger joints, mm-hmm. and this. Dude, Simple. it's just like I've been wasting my life. Mm. It is like I've been wasting my life. Now <laughs> this is a tasty burger. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mary's Newtown. We wholly recommend it. Get the Mary's Burger. That's Mary's Newtown. Available on Delivery and Uber Eats. That was beautiful, man. Yeah, Thank man. You. I call Good it work. selling out, but it's legit enjoyment. So and, yeah, no, one, and no one's paying us. No one's yet. paying us. We're just talking about how amazing. Life was no, see, that's the that. thing. It's if Mary's were to advertise us, we'd get more benefit than if we were to that's advertise true. Mary's. Mm. Like <laughs> very one-sided relationship. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't exist. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so does the whole stupid thing in Persia, then goes to Spain, and then uh, then goes to Italy, um, where it was part of the creation painting, the uh, um, Seven Stages uh, of Man, yeah. or whatever it no, was. The um, the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Yeah. And. Way to remember every other name for it except the main one. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, you just, did you skip over? Oh, no, it doesn't happen yet. The uh, where they climb Everest with it for some reason, and you get comic book guy going worst climbing Everest ever, and it's like, oh, uh, no, that's so, so dumb. hacky, so hacky, dude. Yeah, uh. I'll, like I'll, I'll say it simply, I want to slap that writer to death. Hmm. <laughs> Whoever it was, Whoever it was, just slap mm, till they find that out. Till they dead. cue the music. Welcome to Googling on the Simpsons Index, a podcast where we Google on the podcast. This is the podcast, and here's your podcast hooper. I've forgotten how English works. Hi, I'm Daniel from Late Nights with Media Interfaces. Um, we're just taking a brief sabbatical as our tech support team struggles to resolve the issue. <laughs> Now over to you, Elliot, with the weather. Thank you, Dan. Now it's a sunny day in old Sydney town, and it's fucking terrible. Fuck the sun. It's so bad. <laughs> Mo goes from rags to riches. Was written by Tim Long, that fucker who wrote Devil Wears Nada. Well, that's just two reasons to slap him to death. Fuck you, Tim Long, you're just, terrible. Just grab you what I assume is like the blue collar and just slap you till you die. Huh. Yeah. 
Um, so before it went to Everest, it was part of a, a Confederate flag, got burned by Dr. Hibbard, and then it was rag soup. Who hasn't been? <laughs> um, I don't brag about it, jeez. Yeah, rag soup that got uh, Homer's corn in it. Again, these are jokes that it's like, oh, that was kind of gross, not really yeah. funny. You know what would be a better bit is like, here's a history of pubs throughout the ages narrated mm. by a rag. And I'd watch that and go, that's dumb, but at least not the history of the rag. Yeah, or the yeah history of Moe's building, like how it was part of American. Yeah. And then you've got a theme, rather than just it jumping from country to country for no fucking reason. And just a bunch of bad jokes tied together with a rag. Mm. Um, Even so- if it is voiced by Jeremy Irons. Yeah, and you know the performance was good, but it's it's lost on the terribleness of the episode. Yeah, there's no memorable bit. You're not like uh, you know in Lion King, long live the king. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of quotable moments from the rag? You're just like, well, you're a rag, and I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's jump to the questionnaire. Uh, hey, Danny, what's the time? Let me what time is it? I usually wear a watch, but at the moment, I seem to have... Questionnaire time! Oh my god! <laughs> it's my favourite time. Um, so, yeah, storyline, it was a A-B storyline. Yep. That didn't work. Sort of it, was, it was like an A storyline on Venus, then a B on, like, Jupiter. Yeah. It was like, no, they yeah. were in no way related, or even... Yeah. Uh, they were so far, you could cut one out and put it somewhere else, it'd be fine. Um... So, you haven't seen it before, Shag. You've seen it, Peach. I feel like I have. I may have been drunk. Yeah, I've only watched it the once, because I remembered how bad this episode yeah. was. Mm. Um, so, yeah, can pretty much say that this episode hasn't influenced our life with any oh. quotes or whatever. <laughs> no. Um, uh, if you could put it in a playlist, what theme would it be? Fuck mm. off. By the way, I've altered the questionnaire slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> Um, that's one of the new questions. Uh, uh, wackiness, benefit, detriment, present or absent. Where's it fall in this uh, quadrant? Well, way to give a quadrants now. Yeah. I was just comment on the wackiness. Um, the talking rag is really the wackiest part, mm. and that's a framing device. I want to say it's not that wacky because it's a framing device for everything else. Just everything else is boring and stupid. Yeah. It exists, and it's kind of to the detriment. You know, it's, it's almost like, you know, there's that bit at the end of uh, the origins of uh, Lisa's saxophone where it goes, next we'll tell the origins of Mazzy's pacifier. Yeah, yeah. As a joke, and this is like, this is something more, this is something worse than that they've made to an episode. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the heart. Did you feel the heart between Bart and Lisa? Or I Mo- did not uh, Bart- feel the love tonight. <laughs> Way to quote Lion King again. Boom. Um, so yeah, no heart between Bart and Millhouse, no heart between Mo and his rag. It Even thinks when, it has it. It, it really does. Like one of my notes is it's trying, you know? Yeah, like when Marge goes to get the rag, that's kind of a sweet thing, but it's so like at that point you're so bored with the episode that it yeah. doesn't fucking matter. Yep. I can um, ultimately we know the answer. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No. Where I do that again? No! no! I was a little flat, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Want to watch it again? No. Wait, do it again. Want to watch it again? No! no! Better, <laughs> better. <laughs> um, Alright, let's rank this thing. Kick it off, Danny. Put on our six-point scale, which goes from best to worst, cubic, zirconia, gold, silver, bronze, participant, or failure. That's only five points. That's six. That's six? He's on <laughs> painkillers, man. Um... Rankings. 
Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that was distracting. Um, okay. It's not a failure, but I have I, I off the top of my head I haven't seen worse. So I'm gonna say it's a participant. Um, it feels like just the way it's written feels like a background episode. It doesn't feel like a real episode. The, the the weird slowness, the characters' voices being slightly different. That's just from age, I'm sure, but it contributes to that surreal surreal sort of vibe. That and not then, quite being what it should yeah, be. Yeah, and then the fast cutting between the scenes, mm. just having a talking donut, a talking fucking everything. Um, it was unconvincing as an episode, and it felt uncomfortable to watch. You know, I'm changing to a failure. Sorry, I did, I did not know that. That's fair, man. Your turn. Because I was participant till about the halfway point, and I can't remember what the tipping point was, but it was just point like, no, this sucks. I'm so bored, and I don't care about anything, and I'd yeah. rather stub my toe right now. Yeah. Mm. It's yes, yeah, a failure from me. Just like failure. Oh. Yeah. Damn, it's just, I feel like I what, insert another two coins. It went from like a <laughs> participant to like a high failure to just a no, you belong in these dregs. Yeah. yeah. Get to the seventh layer, you fucktard. I agree. This is a failure. It, it fails Jeremy Irons. And it fails The Simpsons. It fails storytelling. And fuck it, it fails Mo. Like, it really does. Like, Mo's storyline could be very good. Exactly. You and, think of uh, Mo trying to impress Helen Hunt so he's like, uh, you know, Homer ends up in prison and Mo's trying to live the sweet life. It's a great episode. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I remember it being great. We haven't ranked it yet, but you know. Coming up on episode 72 of the Simpsons Index. I'm going to have to hold myself to that now, aren't I? I mean, it's a long way off. That's like 50 episodes. Haha, I have a year's worth of time to forget about it. Um, So yeah, easy failure for me. Failure across the board. Boom. Okay, and coming up next, I don't have my notes, so I will say what episode that's going to be afterwards. I'm ready for you, bro. Oh, favorite music. Got a little more experimental than that, man. We're all like, skip up, up, hop, doop. I love that jam. Flip it up, Love that jam. Jam. Love that jam. Strawberry jam. Love that jam. Love that jam. And out. Summer Rain. And uh, that other one. Yeah. Darling, leave a light on for me. And we are back. And oh my God, I'm an idiot. I didn't have my notes. It's a season 15 episode. And it's called I Annoyed Gruntbot, <laughs> a.k.a. I Dobot, a.k.a. the one where Homer enters a robot rumble in a robot suit while Lisa keeps killing cats. Guys, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty damn average. Oh, okay. I thought it was pretty... Well, Pretty good. I get, you know what the pretty, A pretty 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 good. Good. Uh, the A story with Homer being the robot. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, the B story with Lisa constantly killing cats is just filler, nothing, and it's so boring. Mm. Um. So it's a weird mix. Me. I, I feel overall 
more entertained than last time, but less entertained than I should be. This is one of those ones where you spend like the first at first period before the ad break wondering where are we going here? Because I mean, it's a uh, yeah. Bart is riding around with Millhouse on like a bike. He's pimped out with a new kit that Millhouse bought. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the bullies have 10 speed bikes and like, oh, well, you suck because you've never been since in 10 speed bike, even though yeah. you always have It wasn't decal. a natural jump between that because they steal the tassels off his newly decoded bike and then they escape uphill and Bart's bike can't go in a low enough yeah. gear enough or whatever to catch up to However them. However gears work, I don't know. So therefore he doesn't, he wants a 10 speed bike now and his newly decoded bike that he wants his garbage and yeah. Yeah, and then so Homer tries to build one and it breaks down. So, oh, Homer, you're not a dad and you're also, you just bought me this bike, but it's not well assembled. Yeah. Yeah, but no, uh, he has that moment, you know, setting up, you know, the the, the plot of the episode where he's like, oh my God, um, yeah, Homer buys him the 10 speed bike and then um, uh, Homer goes assembly fee why you and doesn't um chooses not to have the bike shop assemble it and um therefore that um leads to bart being like dad come on come on come on and which sort of sets up bart's sort of feelings for him for the episode that he's not that handy and thus proving it when he goes oh the bike seems to be assembled and then bart goes for a ride gets a little too cocky and then the bike starts breaking down because homer gets a little too Cheeky. Oh, because he flushed his cheeks. Butt cheeks, just in case you, <laughs> just in case you, you thought they were face cheeks. Actually, during that bit, I love you... that line of the bully. Uh, no one does that to Dolph. No one. <laughs> like, it does just, like, overstate the un- uh, under-importance of his character. I like those jokes. It's true. Of all the bullies, Dolph is probably the least important. Yeah. So before that, anyway, was when Lisa's, uh, when Snowball Two, the cat we know and love, dies. dies. Uh, pardon? Canonically, as a dead. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. They really make it um, real and like, uh, Bart pushes his old bike out in the street. Doctor Hibbert crashes into it, and then he's like, "Ooh, I better keep my eyes on the road and oh. off my cool and the gang air freshener." No, no, I no, didn't so like that joke. It's worse than that. It's uh, when he hits the bike. He goes, "Halle Berry." Oh, I'm a wow. black character, and I'm going to say a black actress's name. Mm. And then, yeah, they got the cool in the game. It's like, you are doubling down on bad racially linked jokes. I'm going to say it's racist. I'm just going to say it's a racially linked joke that is so painfully weak. Yeah, it'd be like if they're, if they had a token Mexican character, if it was like, oh, I'd better keep my eyes off on the road and off my mariachi band uh, air freshener. You, you mean like Bumblebee Man? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> At least Bumblebee Man is never presented as being Mexican. He is the exaggeration. He's the hyperbole of yeah. uh, Mexican sitcoms. I know you meant hyperbole, but hyperbole I want to go play uh, go play hyperbole now. Well, that's a great song. Hyperbole by Tool. Look it up. Oh, really? I thought it was hyperbole. Shut up. <laughs> how, how about that, Elliot? How about shut up? Uh, it's totally one of those words that looks like another word. Like psycho looks like psycho. Or therapist looks like the rapist. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Hibbard, yeah, got to keep my eyes on the road. And then, whoop, starts driving off and then uh, hits Snowball 2. Have a very heartfelt uh, funeral for Snowball 2. And uh, there was some good material out of that. I don't know whether uh... or not I liked Marge's whole grieving over her guinea pig cinnamon sorry uh, we're both wrong it's parabola 
Oh, Parabola. Oh, Parabola, depending on <laughs> where you come from in the world. Shut up, Elliot. I don't actually know if that's how it's pronounced. Neither I was just being a dick then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, it's... I will I will let the cinnamon part bit pass because it is kind of funny. She's like, "Don't worry, you'll get over it." Like I didn't even like guinea pig cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. It's like should it's... have been me who chewed through the extension cord. <laughs> which is which is wacky enough to be funny. I, I kind of like that. Mm. And um, so yeah, and uh, so Bart's bike breaks, and I liked the whole uh, spring loaded first aid kit joke <laughs> when Homer good. comes to his rescue. It's really dumb because. It's... It's one of those jokes, like, I've got brain damage, duh, 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 where, like, you can see the joke coming from a mile away. Yeah, but it also feels like something he would have invented in the Edison episode. Like, yeah. it's not it's not something he's meant to have bought, it's something he's meant to have made. Mm. Again, proving that he's not a practical person. But yeah, it's, it's funny. It's a good ah, thing. there we go. It's helping the story along. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, huh? Sorry, also for those listeners who are wondering uh, why Danny has not contributed, he has left to fight robot Nazi ninjas in Japan. <laughs> so um, that's what he's busy doing and is certainly not asleep on the couch to do his pain meds yeah he got inspired partway through the episode of Homer dressing up as a robot and he's like yeah. that's how I can defeat well, the robot Nazi he just, ninjas he just looked out the window at the sky and said the people need me <laughs> I know what I must do now and he just left and was like yep I mean, I know you've got a career outside this podcast, man, but <laughs> it's mildly rude to just save the world in the middle <laughs> you haven't got it now anyway, continue <laughs> um so yeah, bringing us into Act Two, where uh, so this is where the story feels like it gets started, good and proper. Where they're watching Robot Rumble on TV, and like yeah, the Robot Rumble thing comes in only at this point. But to be fair, they set up Homer's bad handyman thing well it's at the there. start. So like when Homer goes, "Do you think I could build a robot for us to battle in Robot Rumble?" Bart's like, "As if." Plus, uh, Homer has a background in this. He's, he's built the spice rack that fell down. Uh, there's that great line from Ichi in Scratchy Land where it's like, see that stuff inside, Homer? That's why your robot never worked. Yeah. Um, and there's oh, something else I can't remember now. I had a chambered shit. Just uh, be, there's more. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the barbecue brick pit. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, that's a fine looking barbecue pit (laughs) why doesn't mine look like that and yes and all the other fart art that followed so Lisa and Marge are at the the um pet place adoption rescue place and there's a bad joke with her like how to rear children book it's written by a surfing rabbi Uh, that was really weird that was it was just like am I supposed to laugh at surfing rabbis because that sounds Mm. like fun yeah like, show me. Like, I would watch that. Maybe it was just during that period in 2004 where surfing rabbis who wrote children, uh, children child-rearing books were all the go. <laughs> um, so anyway, aside from the surfing rabbi, um, I do like the gag where she's going through judging the cats, but she does say two Siamese and that felt weird, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> Contextually fine. Yeah. Um, isolated, it would be odd. Yeah, and yeah. Take that, people from Siam. Yeah. Too pretentious, infected eye, clearly a skunk. I do like clearly a skunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, get Snowball 3 and then... Sorry, just to interject, clearly a skunk is a little bit of a detract from the convey belt humour. You know, like eye, eye, bold, rat, oh, fine, yeah. rat, fish, rat. <laughs> yeah, head. <laughs> clearly uh, a skunk. So, yeah, uh, 
Homer uh, builds the robot, um, and yeah, builds a robot. And the first one, I love it. He goes, yeah, I'm finished. It looks like a heap of shit. And then he turns it on and it immediately like breaks and then throws its own head at him. Like, I love that <laughs> joke. Like, it is so bad that not only, it works, but it's... <laughs> it just, it's the first instinct is to throw a vulnerable part at you. Yeah, yeah to destroy itself and hurt you in L- the process. A little, uh, a little bit Robocop too, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, they keep trying to make Robocop 2 and then it keeps malfunctioning and killing itself. It's, <laughs> it's kind of sad, really. Yeah, wow. There's no jokes there. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what was Grandpa's advice there? If you can't... <laughs> I, I literally have written here, Grandpa bit, question mark? Um, oh, yeah, if you can't build a robot, then be a robot. Yeah, which I can't decide if that's great or stupid. I thought it was great because he does uh, end out uh, end it, up being. It does uh, echo the kind of wait. What was it? My father said, "If you ever find yourself back in time yeah. for some reason, don't touch anything." Yeah, um, <laughs> the oddly specific uh, advice where it could only be used in a wacky storyline. Well, it's like when I got married, my dad's only advice to me was, "Ben, don't fuck with the space time continuum," <laughs> which is weird because I'm not married. <laughs> Something went wrong there. Now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he uh, builds the basic mailbox shell with a with the hammer. Yep. Gives it a remote with two buttons that go and stop. I, and I Bart I, still I, buys it. No, like he's pressing the button and just, go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't li- really like the whole, that just sent electric shockwaves up my butt bit. I, I don't know. It felt weird. Like it, it felt like it was a joke that was edited for content as though Bart was then going to push the button and Homer's going ooh my prostitute yeah or something <laughs> but it, that's where it felt like it was leaning and it just didn't so either it either got cut or trimmed back or there was just never a joke there and that was it yeah it sort of just <laughs> I, I don't know I think it really didn't need to be explained what the buttons actually did yeah, yeah. like I mean, just Bart going go 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 and Homer going ah ha ha that does nothing sitting back while he's drinking the martini at the end I think that would have been enough yeah I do like how um, he says yeah and then Chief Nakahoma did three victory lamps and pretended to drink a beer yeah <laughs> but yeah I think I think just having the buttons go stop and yeah you as a viewer you're like well how does he know which one he's pressing but you also don't care no yeah you're having enough fun to not care well, and that's sort of what you like about Bart in this episode, that, yeah, he's having fun with this robot, and, yeah, a little bit of a, oh, where's my dad? You know, he should be here for all these victories sort of thing. But, you know, it's fine in the context of it all. Yeah, yeah, I think that works. You get you get the emotional response from the story, even though they're never together. It's the idea that this thing, it's it's Lisa and the pony over again. It's just a, yeah. it's just a robot this time. But yeah, and sort of a bit like the spelling episode where, like, there is sort of, uh, yeah, a bit of a Homer not being there thing, but it doesn't seem to phase the kids too much, yeah, but it doesn't really it's matter. It's more the concept, as in he built it, so that's yeah. his expression, and being there is just a extra bit. Yeah. What's he going to do? Help him press go? Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, before all that, um, Snowball 3... Uh, dies in the fish tank and then they which ha- is weird because it is not in that fish tank long enough to drown I'm sorry <laughs> I've I don't checked- know she was singing that terrible hokey pokey thing I've for ages I've checked the breathing length of a cat and it is more than that it's at least 45 seconds <laughs> um but yeah and in as much as they had a quickie death to that cat they had a quickie funeral where uh, Bart was like ashes to ashes dust to dust whatever let's go fight robots and like 
I think that's the feeling of the audience at that point. Yeah. Like, fuck this B story. Back to robot fights. Just to, yeah, cap off the B story. Yeah, let's just discuss that in full. So then they um, go to the pet shelter again and she goes, oh, how about this one? Its name is Coltrane. I like Coltrane. Immediately and, dies. Yep. And they spent a little bit too long on it. I thought it should have been um, a bit quicker getting the cat home and then... Because I do like the joke of Lisa, you know, going, let's hear some of your music from your namesake. And then the cat just immediately, Row! and then out the window. Yeah. Like, I, like I thought the that was the funniest when, she, when she's giving the eulogy of, we all will always have that ride home from the... From the yeah, from uh, the animal shelter. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Yep. So then, of course... Um, uh, she goes back to the shelter and they go, oh, no, no, no. Hey, the cats would rather take a chance that, in the back room before you. That feels cut down as well because it's just they arrive, they cut down immediately. It feels like there's, it was meant to be a lead into that. It's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah I did like that joke. No, though, it but... works as a joke. It's like, whoa, they'd rather <laughs> take their chance with a needle. Thank you very much. Yeah, and then, sorry, sitting on the stoop. And... Yeah, yeah, and uh, crazy cat lady comes in out of the shadows looking like the angel for a second and then hocks a cat at her and she's like, no, I'm not meant to have this cat. And there's... A fairly decent Glenn bit where he uh, swerved. Gil. I've been drinking shit. <laughs> At least I'm awake. Um, steers <laughs> away, hits a tree, and it's like, oh, hold Gil is going to get insurance claim for this. It's fine. It's it's okay. But um, Yeah, uh, oh, he says, I'll be eating food tonight. <laughs> I do. Like oh, Gil. Um, and yeah, and then she goes, save money on the dish bowl. We're going to call you Snowball too. And then, of course... <laughs> Principal Skinner shows mm-hmm. up, and that's when I don't like this story. Yeah, I mean, if you even then, I was bored by this story a bit. Really? Because like, I thought it was pretty 50 50 good and bad coming out of it. It's it, maybe I'm just because I already knew how it ended. Yeah, it's fair jading enough. me. But yeah, then Principal Skinner walks and goes, I'm Calling it Snowball, too. Well, isn't that a little convenient? She's like, That's right, Principal Tanzarian. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, if I was ranking that story alone, I might like participant or bronze it I'd but, fail that's so bleh well uh, uh, yeah I thought the ending was shit but I mean I liked some of the jokes that came out of it and I thought they were fine enough true some it's just it's so disjointed from everything else and just that well ending, yeah it has nothing to do with the main story and doesn't connect to it in any significant way yeah and that's the thing and it's got that point of going back to the status quo yeah hey caramba I'm like oh that's just sad yeah but without any kind of hint of irony or acknowledgement of that's what they're doing but okay, it has acknowledgement but it's in the worst possible way yeah it's totally a, oh wait yeah we're just totally hitting the reset button so what what are you going to do about it call what? us out on it we yeah. already did it so what, what? Do, you, what do you do get on the internet and complain <laughs> is that yeah yeah come at me bro <laughs> so anyway going back to the robot story so homer in his first uh match just gets sliced by buzz killington or whatever it was and yeah, buzz kill <laughs> Um, I do, and the song montage with um, that's, that, my that's My Boy, hadn't heard that since the old slot car, oh, the bo- box car racer, so box racer? Yeah. So box racer, yep. Yeah, good to hear that song again. That sort of song, like, I don't even know who does it or who, it, but it feels so Simpsons. Well, it, it feels very, um, yeah, being pushed under the swing of an old uh, oak tree yeah. as the sun goes down and you play catch. It's, <laughs> it's got that very homey, ho- homey feel about it's it. It's so sepia toned. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can hear music in colour, that's... Yeah. Um, yeah but not like, not like yeah. old-timey sepia, good memory sepia. Yeah, that's definitely what that is. Um, yeah, with a lot of uh, good uh, gags like killing Revelyn Lovejoy's centipede robot and killing 
the Ralpho cop. <laughs> um, well, if you ever wanted to, wanted, wanted to watch a letterbox murder a child, that's the closest <laughs> you'll ever get. That's that's a weirdly fun line. And I do like that when the Ralph uh, bot is shooting up Homer that. Um, the little bit of animation where they cut inside the mailbox and Homer just gets these tiny little like circular chunks taken out of him from the bullets, like it does it's, like gives you the seriousness that is getting hurt, but not like the serious that is actually getting shot by. It's a, a gun. very Looney Tunes kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where and, it's like he would then take a drink and leak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Act three starts out with uh, Homer being, you know, pretty beaten up at this stage by all the robot stuff, and he's like, "My do- kid loves me." Yeah, and then Bart does the whole, you know, "Oh, bullies! My dad was about to tell me something about my robot," and I liked that they had that weird, like, forced moment of them all sitting around, like, looking up at him, all, "Oh, what are you gonna say?" Inspiring adult. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to feel something. This will change the course of my young life, except for. You know, Kearney, who's already old. Yeah, <laughs> who already should be giving advice to his kid. <laughs> or kids, probably. I sleep stage. in a drawer. <laughs> but I felt like they undercut it with the whole uh, Homer telling the bullies to raise him joke. Like, that really fell flat for me. I never remember it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Homer has to do the big grand finale match against... Frink's robot. Cause Fr- and Frank has a son now that they... Uh, uh, back it up, man. Oh, Cannon. man. My uh, wife is going to kill me. So when he puts it in the little... Um, in, in, in the like flying saucer, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little prop plane in the... Um, now your toddler can enjoy the, the mysteries of flight. Yeah. <laughs> My wife is going to kill me. It is at odds with other times when he's like... Um, Takes the, Desperate to get women and all that, yeah. Yeah, or drinks the um, Simpsons and Sons <laughs> love tonic and is like, well, maybe we want to go back. Mind you, that that hey, maybe maybe he's just a player. Yeah. Maybe he's got, you know, burgers at home and he's out for steak. I don't know. Well, actually, yeah, maybe that's not the same kid. Maybe that's another kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's old enough to be right. But again, yeah. Simpsons live in a time vacuum. That's true. So uh, how's that kid growing? It's not. It's not. It's all from, Frink's experiment. It's not from Springfield. <laughs> Frink's is creating this whole thing and keeping them in the time vacuum with science. I figured out that's how Sideshow Bob's kid is older because he went to Italy. He didn't stay in Springfield. That's ah. the time loop. That's how Sideshow Bob has an aged kid. Yeah. Just hmm. to bring that back to that fucking terrible episode. <laughs> if you ever want to tie continuity with it, like. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, Simpsons conspiracies, man. We so- uncover them here. <laughs> Hashtag Sky Grandma. Hashtag through the looking glass. Um, so, uh, and Homer has a great line where he's pulling shards out and he goes, that's what we call in the industry, a, a biggie. biggie. Yeah, and I, I do, like, can you do my back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the magnets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit. And uh, Kill Hamad, i.e., that was it. Um, Kill Hamad, i.e., what was his? Um, Gaseous. Smashiest Clay or yeah. something. <laughs> Both names of Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Throughout pretty good. his career. Yeah, good reference. I liked it. Um, and I like the gag with Bart looking at Frink's robot and going, okay, he's got one weak point. And then Frink's, Frink's holds welding. on the iron. And is, it is now his strongest point. <laughs> hey, it is a good bit. And yeah, I like the whole Bart realizing thing and like being, this is so cool. I can't believe you'd recklessly endanger yourself yeah, so much. It's nice to have any idiot can throw through some throw together some bolts and circuits. You risk your life, dad. Yeah. It's nice. It's not the 
dad, you suck so much kind of moment. Yeah, how could you lie to me like this? Yeah, and it's... it's You made me look like a fool, like yeah, any of it's, that. It's joy at the reveal rather than disappointment. And I do like that. It's a nice change from what you kind of expected would happen. Yeah. And then, yeah, Frink's robot um, grabs him out of the uh, the uh, resting bay and then yeah. smashes him and then pops him out of the mailbox like a pimple. I yeah. love this bit of animation, even though it makes no fucking sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. And then due to uh, Isaac Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. <laughs> As mentioned in those human. books, most of them not good. <laughs> I, is, that the, is that true? Is that apt? I don't read books. They're, they're just... It's often the same thing. Right. So if you dig the same thing, it's cool. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like a, a robo like, soap opera. I like Philip K. Dick in the sense that his ideas are great, his characters are bullshit. Fair enough. Mm. This um, has been science fiction literature <laughs> on the Simpsons Index. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I love all the Frink's robot pampering him because he's obeying the law of robotics and then yep. uh, the announcers... Where's the first saying that? Where's there any rule saying that um, a, a human, human can cannot be, be a robot? That's uh, rule one. Rule one: <laughs> human cannot be a robot. I do like that. That's a good bit. Found out the greatest killing machine is man. Man, yeah. Uh, I mean, fall short of short of Futurama's great bit. I put all the most evil animals together, make most evil animal of all time. It turns out it's man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the scary door exempt. Um, I say okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there's a really stupid bit where Homer's like, it's like my nightmare come true, where he he dreams he's getting an Oscar, but then goes too long, so he gets killed. It's like, that's dumb. It was a very flat family cutaway gag. Um, I loved the, he's killing him softly with his saw. With his saw? With his, his saw. saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's so, it's one of those bits that should be dumb, but I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like Bart's line of, Homer goes, Hey, I made this robot. I can do that. I made you. Yeah, great workmanship, Dad. <laughs> and his elbow like turns the other direction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, there was um some bad Wiggum and Flanders gags at the start of the episode. The one where Flanders is like, "Ooh, bitch and bike," and Ruddy and Tidy like, "Daddy swore," and he's like, "Oh, lighten up." And yeah, that's very anti. Not Flanders. That's yeah. weird. This is no. Nah, it doesn't fit. It's weird. And yeah, like yeah, this is the Flanders who was like, sometimes I let Todd buy red hearts with a cartoon devil on the front. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, well, that must mean it. Oh, and I liked how um, Millhouse at the top of the episode was excitedly running to see Bart. There were just some sort of nifty bits of animation with him avoiding the sprinklers, jumping fences, and stuff, and then and then just, just get fucking annihilated by Homer. Like boom. It's a bit cruel, but, you know, cruel, it's Millhouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bit cruel and Millhouse go hand in hand. So, mm. Time yeah. for the questionnaire. Um, so, storyline, yeah, it was an AB. You had the A of the robot rumble and the B of the cat stein. But um, do you have any memories about how this episode influenced your life since watching it? There is a song, and I can't remember what it is, and I've tried Googling it, um, that literally has the lyrics, Chief Nakahoma in it. Really? Uh, I cannot remember what it is because I tried Googling it and I can't find it, but I know it's out there. It's some kind of pseudo hip hop rap, hibbity hobbity, bippity bobbity song that goes, Chief Nakahoma. And I'm like, interesting. Did you really? That? Yeah. I, I mean, if you want me to Google on the Simpsons Index, I'll try again, but I couldn't find if it. If I couldn't find uh, Who Sings That's My Boy. Like... I'm surprised you couldn't find that. Whatever. Yeah, now this episode influenced my life. I don't know. It's a season 15, so I saw it pretty late in the piece. Like, 
yeah probably out around 2004 so we wouldn't have seen it till 2006 anyway so by then i was a man who no longer (laughs) needed my dad i have done being influenced yeah (laughs) i can drive a car i can spit i'm a man now you're a man um how many times do you think you've watched this episode two or three okay i'd say this is easy in the 15 or 20s for me like because when i do put on season 15 or whatever there's episodes that i'll intentionally go to and this is one of them Mm. like it's more fun than it should be i'll say yeah (laughs) if you could put this in a playlist what's the theme so barton homer episodes homer jobs maybe and it's not quite a job but it's close Homer doing um, stupidly uh, mm. death-defying things. Yeah, uh, continuity bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, continuity fuckers, yeah. Armin yeah. Tan's there, and there's only two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Wackiness. Um, pretty damn wacky. Yeah, uh, I mean, Homer going against a bunch of robots with nothing but a mallet. Yeah, and all the cats dying as well. You know, uh, uh, logically, a cat would actually survive a two-story drop. Like, hey, we've tested this. (laughs) Um, At more than fifty percent rate, (laughs) the cats will survive that drop. Yeah, sixty-two (laughs) percent. That's pretty good. Um, So yeah, I would say yeah, the wackiness was definitely present, but I think it sort of balanced out whether it was for the detriment. It's not to a detriment, no, because again, you're having fun watching it. It's kind of dumb chief nakahoma but you don't care you're enjoying yourself yeah it's dumb fun simpsons hmm. um so the heart um mm, uh, get, it tried <laughs> yeah it's the idea is there and i think it, i think again i think it comes around nicely with it's so cool that you put yourself in danger for me rather than you couldn't build a robot yeah um but even then, you don't quite feel it. It's just you. It's like you've read it, but you don't feel it. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's like a stop sign. <laughs> you know it's there. You just don't care. Um, and then the the Lisa cat thing. It's because it's such a wash at the end that it's like even if you felt something, you know you don't care at the end. It's gone. Well, yeah. Now that you mention it, that sort of does make me dislike it a bit more because as each cat dies and she gets a new one it's treated a lot less seriously like when snowball did like snowball died the first cat at the top of the episode like they had the funeral scene she's crying she's reading that cute little cat math poem and yeah marge is getting in on the grief with remembering cinnamon and all that and like they really bring the episode down um for a bit um but with each subsequent cat they care a little less and yeah to the point at the end where like yeah let's go back to the status quo just like with people (laughs) um so, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Oh, um, just, I'm mm. going to say. There's just enough Bart Homer for it to work, and a little bit of Bart Millhouse. Lisa's mostly on point, but like you said, it just it matters so less and less that that story gets worse and worse the more it goes on. Yeah. Um, just is what I'm going to say. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. But, I mean, integrity-wise, Homer and Bart yeah, no, are very no, on point. No one's, like, it makes sense that Homer can't build a robot, so he does it himself. That, mm. That's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, want to watch this one again? Kind of. With, like, some popcorn and some more beer. Yeah. If yeah. you had a theme of good good episodes going and it popped up, you're like, oh, this one. Yeah, I'm excited. I wouldn't turn it off, I'll put it yeah. that way. All right, let's rank it. 
Um, all right, I'll kick it off. I'm giving it a silver. Um, wow. It is by far not the um, greatest, but like I feel it just stands a bunch of uh, above a bunch of stuff that I've given bronze. And yeah. I sort of feel about it similarly, actually, to how I felt about the spelling episode um, last time. That yeah, it had a good enough story, good enough jokes, but there were a lot of elements letting it down, especially in relation to the B story. So yeah, I mean, it could have been a gold if the cat story was better, I guess. Because yeah, now that I think about it, like there's not a lot I could knock down about the Homer story. But anyway, so silver for me. How about you, BT? Uh, I, I, I'm sitting at like a patissa bronze. Really? I'm going to go low bronze. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it, actually it, a bronze, but let the viewers know that it's a exactly. reluctant. It just makes it over. Well, I've done that before in other ones where I'm like, it's a high failure or a high participant. This is just, it to me, it just makes it a bronze. Just because that B story is just a drag and it goes nowhere. And I do enjoy the Nakahoma stuff, but it just... It lacks something for me. Maybe it's jokes. Maybe it's heart. It just a little bit more, and I could have been happy. So, but I'm not. So, uh, yeah, bronze. We'll give it a bronze. Cool, cool. Um, and just a uh, yeah, bit of time on the podcast. So last week when I was uh, doing the index and updating the website and everything at thesimpsonsindex.com. At thesimpsonsindex.com. Thesimpsonsindex.com. The but at simpsonsindex on Twitter. No the. Um, oh, and also Facebook now. I've got a Facebook page. Are we the Facebook? Not on the Facebook, but we're the Sims. We are the Simpsons Index on a Facebook page. Not I am going to go page. like that now. <laughs> um, sorry, what was I going to say? I have oh, literally yeah, no idea. Sorting out the index last week, and I noticed uh, when we did the ranking the Simpsons ride, there were two participants and two bronzes. Um, now with my uh, bronze. Yeah. <laughs> now, with my best to worst section, I give the whole dull and shiny thing. Now, for the moment, I've gone with the theory that if something gets completely split down the middle votes, so in the instance of this, a silver and a bronze, mm -hmm. or in The Simpsons Ride, a participant and a bronze, that it should go to the dull of the highest ranking to sort of say, uh, give it the benefit of the doubt. So shiny bronze. Yeah, so... if. Tag was still awake and he gave it a bronze as well. It would be a shiny bronze, but if he gave it a silver, it would be a dull silver with your bronze and my silver. Um, but in the case where it's a 50 50. Um, Scaling down. It, oh, no, no. It uh, scales up. It, it's up, but the lower up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it'd be a dull silver. You round up. Yeah. That, you know what? I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Because, yeah, I mean, it's splitting hairs where it falls anyway. And. As we have to do is a uh, review amalgamation of uh, Simpsons experts. Yeah. If we dare call ourselves that, which we do. <laughs> Clearly. Because mm -hmm. we never have to Google or anything. I've we, spent we... 10,000 hours doing this. Cool. <laughs> Easily. Yep. God, spend 10,000 hours on the first 10 se seasons alone. 1,000 hours per season to go. effect all the way you know. no band just called them so I'm like, yeah. Doppler effect I'm pretty sure they have yeah
I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure they have. They have. They have. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Doppler effect. <laughs> and we're back. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Recording for a while. Yeah, yeah. And we are back. Mm. We just watched season nine, episode 16. In Dumb. accordance with the prophecy. In accordance with the prophecy, yeah. Um, the episode title is Dumbbell Indemnity, a.k.a. The one where Mo fucks Helen Hunt. Um, <laughs> I might want to keep that, but I might not. So I'll go. The one keep where it. Mo dates Helen Hunt. Yeah. He fucks her right in her Helen cunt. Guys, what'd you think? <laughs> I think you're going to hell. <laughs> I'm going to Helen Hunt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, checkmate. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, what I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good time, man. It's a pretty good time. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's basically the synopsis of the episode. Mo dates Helen Hunt and, uh, tries to constantly woo her with uh, Renee as voiced by Helen Hunt yeah but we're all thinking Helen Hunt in our head yeah I mean my first note is hey remember when Helen Hunt was in everything this yep yeah because mm. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't mad about her and mad about you but I was mad about Renee and you were mad about Shoe. <laughs> as yeah. in Elizabeth Shoe. how did you know <laughs> I've seen your tattoo of Elizabeth Shoe. <laughs> It's my Elizabeth tattoo. Mostly done in blue. <laughs> There's every chance I'll get that done now. My tattoos are that stupid. <laughs> um, so the episode kicks off good and proper with a couple of non-secretors, but, like, uh, coming back to that, like, the episode is so such a solid through line throughout. Like, this is the only time where we get any hints of, like, oh, the first couple of scenes in a Simpsons episode don't matter. Uh, this is where it's... Bart and Lisa are having the Texas snowball fight, which is where they're picking ice cream at each other. Because it doesn't <laughs> snow in Texas. Yep, and um, where do we even go from? Because my first note after Helen Hunt in everything is welding mask plus beating, which is where Homer Homer flips down a welding mask and just starts beating on the water heater with a <laughs> wrench. Well, the segue between those two scenes is like... Um, Homer's like, hey, uh, you kids shouldn't be ice cream fighting. You need a bath. And they're like, we can't have a bath. Right. The hot water heater is on the yeah, fritz. That's, that's fine. That's enough. Yeah, and then, yeah, um, the whole house is spewing water. Marge shows up. And I like, love the animation of yeah, that. I think it, it just great. looks so pretty, all those blues and purples. Mm, like, it's, it's gorgeous. And like when they do like animation bits that sort of exist outside of like the normal Simpsons solid color inside the lines animation, yeah. like it does make a difference. Anyway, sorry. No, no, I agree. And it looks good. And then, yeah, the second Marge comes home, she's like, wow. <laughs> and then Homer's like, oh, I'll see you, Moe's. Yeah. That's why he goes to Moe's. And that's where we go. Uh, Moe being... To Moe's. Pit- <laughs> yeah. Where I go to to avoid Marge, basically. <laughs> but it's got the continuity of Moe being lonely and uh, mm. Homer saying, we're going to take you out and meet women. Uh, I do. I bring that up simply because I really like Homer's going out jacket. Yeah. It's like this checked kind of green... Th- it's it's like his watch. It's only there when he needs it. Yeah. Um, his suave. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's the sign at Stu's Disco. You must be this suave to enter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And but it it's... has Sanji, Hapu's brother, I think. It's yeah, but brother. it's like uh, Marge's fancy dress is the same dress but with sleeves. Mm. Yeah. Or yeah. a Chanel <laughs> suit. Um, 
uh, they're in the bar and um, Mo, Mike, Mo has that very unsuccessful attempt <laughs> at picking up and Homer goes, okay, I won't lie, a lot of people saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I do like, uh, can I have this dance? Sure, take it, it's all yours. Yeah, that's what it, yeah. <laughs> and then the Bacardi rap as well. Like, I think that must be an American thing because I've seen that come up in Amer- Arrested Development before but I've never seen it out in bars in Australia. Or have you and not noticed? Uh, By the way, tequila blue for all your indexing needs. Oh, yes. And as in addition to Mary's, we are advertising tequila blue tonight. How are you enjoying it? Because you said you weren't a fan before. And I remain not a fan. Oh. It's acceptable. Well, I, actually, let's rank this tequila. I give it a gold. Fuck off. Yeah. Get better opinions. Look, man. It's... This is why you don't run the tequila index. That is... <laughs> Acceptable at best. That is like participant. <laughs> you've participant. Drunk, you've drunken better shit. I've been there when you've drunk better shit. <sighs> I have dr- drunk the finest tequilas in the finest tacarators. Espelon is like <laughs> is like silver gold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. Well, it's it's a bronze silver then. It's a it's a bronze. If you must, but I mean, <laughs> you know, Espelon's is Espelon is silver. Car is gold. Uh, something like uh, was it the Espelon Reserve Special Reserve? Yeah, that, that was freaking platinum. Freaking yeah, super cubic, cubic zirconia. zirconia. That was amazing. And then El Himidor and Jose Cuervo and Casanoble. Uh, um, uh, what's that other one? The the, the six shooters one. Oh, all fucking failures. <laughs> no, no, sorry, no, no. I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking oh of no, Casanoble's great. Casanoble. I'm thinking of good ones. I, I was. Because I've avoided the bad ones for so many years, I can't remember any of the names. <laughs> the Tequila Index, <laughs> brought to you by the Simpsons Index, <laughs> brought to you by Googling on the Simpsons Index. Oh man, I'd actually really like to start the Tequila Index. Yeah, no, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the Tequila. Okay, so this is like the backdoor pilot of the te- te- the the Tequila Index, and I've rated Tequila Blue a solid silver, and you're giving it a participant. Yep. <laughs> Which average is I, I am I am so on board. I, I, <laughs> it's like a free upgrade to upgrade to first class, long distance. I'm on board. That's a terrible metaphor. Shut up, Ben. It's all right. Okay, so we we let's get out of the bar. So um, Mo doesn't uh, didn't get anything from the bar, and then a sympathetic ear goes, "Oh, you poor thing, have a flower," and then we get that whole great sequence with um. Mo somehow yeah. weirdly striking it out with, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> no, Mo not striking out. No, no, no. <laughs> Mo weirdly um, having a, a great rapport with this woman. Yeah, with the uh, honeyed words of Helen Hunt. Yeah, because even though he goes, I don't know, you might have some weird scars or a fake ass or something. And um, yeah, I like how she goes. Yeah, my name is Renee, and he goes, Who cares? <laughs> I got a date. <laughs> it is a wonderful moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you really feel the sweetness of her, you know, being sympathetic to the the well, gargoyle that is I Mo. I also appreciate that later on she says it started out as sympathy, but then I kind of realize he's a great guy. That's that's nice. It develops the relationship beyond the, well, you're just kind of sad and lame, so I'll go out with you once. Yeah, yeah, and um, gives yeah, no that, value as well. And yeah, that built up in that um beautiful double date scene with uh, Marge and Homer. Yeah, and. Yeah, tailing off the monkeys montage. <laughs> it must be the fifth time this song's been used in The Simpsons as a montage, and the three thousandth it's been used as a montage song, but it works. You say five times, I'm a believer. <laughs> oh, you monkey. 
<laughs> I should say, send you to Davy Jones's closet. Locker. Fuck! <laughs> if you just let it lie, man, it would have been fine. That's not even his real hat. <laughs> um, yeah, what else have you got for this? I yeah. do I do like, there's a nice continuity where uh, they talk about Moe's gargoyle face to Renee and he's like, well, you know, I used to be, I used to box. Yeah, yeah. There's a nice link into, uh, yeah, they used to call me Kid Gorgeous, yep. then Kid Handsome, then Kid Presentable, <laughs> then Kid Gruesome, and finally Kid Moe. <laughs> I like that. It's a good little little nudge back to the old ones. Yeah, um, and so during this point in the storyline, like Mo is like losing sight of real life and like just spoiling Renee and paying for everything and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the bit where he tries to call in the bar tab, everyone leaves, and it's like that's a tacky joke, but then Barney dives out the window <laughs> and like for Barney's physicality, I think it's a funny thing. It works. It's a good bit. Like how he only catches Homer to get his help as Homer is also trying to sneak out. <laughs> and has stolen some a- at his ashtray. And, <laughs> oh, there's a couple of great lines there. Um, oh, who gave you your keys when you were too drunk to drive? You. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, there are a bunch of really good lines in this. There's one of my all-time favorites, which is, uh, I'll have the most expensive thing stuffed with the second most expensive thing. Coming right up. Lobster stuffed with tacos. Uh, Homer, why all the black? Why all the food? Why anything? <laughs> <laughs> Which um, lobster stuffed with tacos we used in Dave Plus One. It's a joke that you can't even see. <laughs> you can't even see on film, but like, bitch, Not even if man, you pause it. Prop it, Master General. Yeah. Um, to catch everyone up, first episode, there was a fake menu that no one can even see on camera no. that has lobster stuffed with tacos as one of the item, menu items. Watch Dave Plus One on DavePlusOne.com or Dave Plus One on YouTube. Anyway, uh, we also have Hail to the Chimp, the movie uh, Homer goes to see while stealing Moe's car badly. Yeah. Um, oh, so, so just backing up, sorry. Um, so in that scene where Moe's trying to convince Homer and uh, he goes, oh, I don't know, what would Marge say? Homer, I insist you steal that car. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like um, when he's, he's, he's trying to convince himself to buy the assassin's shoes and he's yeah. like, Homer, I already buy those shoes. You're the boss. Yep. Oh, okay. A little bit of a, <laughs> it's a repeat joke. Yeah, it's a little, but I like it because it's, it's a good bit and they haven't done it for like four seasons at this point. So fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, that sets in motion the whole mode uh, setting Homer up to steal Moe's car to trash it and Homer will get, uh, Mo will get the insurance money. And I love the line that Homer mentions because Moe only says like, oh, this is going to get me $5,000. And I'm like, even in 90s money, that's not much. And then Homer goes, your whole troubles will be over for a couple of months. Yep. And a temporary fix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's the good thing about this episode. It's following this through line, and it's surprisingly meaty. Yeah, it works really, really well, actually. It's, uh... Again, it's just peppered with so many great credible moments. Yeah. Oh, how about that spot in 7A? Hoo-hoo! That's sweet. Yeah, what about <laughs> Must Kill Mo? Whee! <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii? You're going to Hawaii? I want to go to Hawaii? Hawaii. Who's going to Hawaii? <laughs> You have to get me out. There are 10 minutes to get a lesson in the exercise yard. Yep. The exercise <laughs> yard. Uh, and just pointing out another thing, what I like about the classic over the new ones is the whole over-explaining of jokes thing. And this is a, a great moment of an understated joke is when Homer is uh, going to steal Mo's 
car as per the plan and Snake mm-hmm. is hot wiring it <laughs> and it's like in that moment Homer's like oh no you don't takes the car and he's like haha that fool he thought he was going to steal the doll and it's like they didn't over explain like why um, like Homer should have let it be yeah, it was... he figured it out without saying why it he was wasn't... a bad thing <laughs> that fool was trying to steal Mo's car the way I'm trying to steal Mo's car uh, well I guess I could have let him steal the car and, and then da da oh wow wow mm. yeah it's it's Understood. Yeah, it's the difference between a doll joke and a wah wah joke. I can um, So yeah, and then that brings us to Hail to the Chimp. <laughs> Where Homer thinks still, he's got enough time to stop and watch a movie and it's... <laughs> I've read your policy and it's all retribution. <laughs> he got that for not hailing to the chimp. <laughs> it's so dumb and so... And then, okay, uh, after that Homer thinks, oh, it, the plan was to uh, put the car on the d- railroad tracks and have it smashed... He misses the train because he mm. fell asleep watching Hail. How do you fall asleep watching Hail to the Chimp? I don't know. It must Unless have it's been like that a four-hour just... director's cut. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so he decides that the best thing to do is just drive it into the lake within full view of the cruise ship the Moe is on. Oh, and I, I do... love the animation of this I, bit. I love the animation and I love just the very Looney Tunes gag of mm. drives it off the edge, sinks... Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, no. Drives it towards the edge, jumps out, hits a rock which rolls him directly back <laughs> into the car... <laughs> Uh, falls off, sinks, floats for a second, then sinks immediately, stops. Slight relief. Slight relief. Rolls forward, sinks (laughs) even further. (laughs) Uh, It's such a classic, yeah, Looney Tunes animation bit. It's it's fantastic and looks great and everything is hilarious in it. And yeah, and because, yeah, Mo pointed out the park job and the rubber daisy, the rubber daisy floats up and the police are all like, I can't last forever. Puts Homer in jail. Um, that lets the whole "I want to go to Hawaii" bit. Hawaii. Um, and so yeah, this is yeah the turning point of like Act Three, where yeah Mo has clearly gone too far. You know, he was just about to do a bit of dodgy business now, and now his like mm. actions are having serious consequences. His friends in jail. Yeah. Like this is great storytelling here. Yeah, it's it's it was all sure it was crime, but it was crime done with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. aka a woman. And now he's best friends in jail. And it's, mm, oh, where's your conscience in Hawaii? That sounds delightful. <laughs> yeah, and so he's packing for Hawaii and um, <laughs> he's packing a ukulele and pineapples and a speedo. All things he can get in Hawaii. Especially the pineapple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they grow on trees there. Springfield, known for its pineapples. <laughs> yeah. Show Hawaii how it's done. But yeah, they do the whole, yeah, uh, Homer's ghost showing up and the great gag of, oh, you're not dead, you're in jail. Hey, that's right. Hey, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and Wait a second, I'm in jail because of you, yeah. And yeah, and also the good joke with Homer's ghost, which is Moe's impression of him, still stealing <laughs> the beer. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he clearly holds him in high regard. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, yeah. and I love the joke with Homer, how he does escape from prison as well with the Molman, <laughs> Molman bit. Fuck. Yeah, Hans Molman, who wants a you know book for you, sir, and he picks up the uh, how to escape, how to tunnel out of prison. He goes, mm, this could be useful. Thump. It is, uh, it's just a good, very quick but very good Hans Molman bit. Yeah, yeah, that and, and only, a good. That, that man is only thirty-one years old. Yeah, <laughs> alcohol but man. That's what it does to you. We don't endorse it on this podcast, but the our other podcast. <laughs> um. 
and Homer's um, uh, photo shoot uh, thing with the mugshot <laughs> as well. Right. I wrote that down as the a prison high point. photographer. Yeah, he's like sparkle for me, Homer. Yeah, he's like yeah. sparkle for me, baby. Now turn. Yes, that's it. That's beautiful. It's like, uh, <laughs> And then Wiggum yes. with the finger, uh, the the fingerprinting, and he's like, "Oh, your fingerprints are like snowflakes. They're both very pretty." <laughs> like I just like it's the whole yeah police like being um, very <laughs> uh, sentimental. Yeah, <laughs> I also like yeah your fingerprints are like a snowflake. Instead of being everyone is unique, it's like they're very pretty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look at that swirl, man. There's a lot of good things in this episode. Uh, it is. A lot funnier than I originally gave it credit for going into it, so yeah. Yeah, right. I, I picked this one because I wanted to save my original intended episode for when Shag was awake. Um, <laughs> what was that intended episode? Uh, Homer Defined. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's the one where Homer, Homer avoids the nuclear meltdown by playing any, many, many more. Yeah, yeah. So you look up to pull the Homer in the dictionary? Yeah. Uh, there's a very important scene in that episode, which... Ties to something to do with the Simpsons Index, but that'll have to wait for another time. Be hyped, people. At this altitude, you have to maintain your gasps. <laughs> well, like, not even 200 metres above sea level in Newton. Anyway. Not even 200. <laughs> okay. In the end, yeah. when they move, uh, because Moe's tavern is obviously on fire by the end of the episode, and yeah. Homer's like, uh, don't worry, I know what you can do. And they've set up uh, Moe's Tavern in the Simpsons' house. And Bart goes, there's a balloon machine in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, jokes that we clearly did not get back in the day. Marge is like, kids, I don't want you to touch anything in this house anymore. Um, so other things I liked about the episode is the final turn where Moe does confess all his wrongdoings to Renee. And um, he goes, oh, I've got a plan. I'll call the police clear- commissioner clearing home. She's like, yeah. yeah. And then we'll go to the graveyard and steal a couple of corpses. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That was um, a great ramp up. Um, And even though it was wacky that he started pouring brandy and setting the bar on fire, I felt like it was just like a natural progression. It was was earned wackiness. Yeah. Yeah. And like I preempted that by writing down, leaves when things get hard. Renee, but it's not like no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Second, your your um significant, well, not even significant, your your love out. Um, he's like, I'm gonna pour some brandy around. Why don't you get some corpses and we'll just swap clothes with them? You're like, backing away. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. That's legit, Renee. Back away, nuts deep. Also, when the bar is on fire and Moe's like, Homer, thank God, I need your help. He's like, I'll help you, help you die. Yep. And then they both collapse from the smoke, and then Barney comes in and goes, ah, the boss. And then there's that great silhouette gag where it yeah, looks yeah. like Barney carrying both of them, and it's he's two beer kegs. To- but he does the right thing in the end, saves them, and then Moe's got uh, like that. Uh, uh, saves them both and two cases of... Uh, oh, yeah, under under his... Uh, like Yeah, yep. he's looping them with his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I get like the rhythm and the melody of this one. Ah, oh, my poor bar, my poor bar. <laughs> and then Homer goes, oh, Moe. Which, yeah, to the I end of the... I couldn't stay ep- mad at you. You yeah. get me drunk. <laughs> Uh, thus leading us to the end of the episode where uh, the Simpsons house is now Moe's. Which which bugs me because it sounds like for a minute they're playing uh, John Lee Hooker's One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer, but the lyrics are wrong and it's at a cover. That's not good. Oh, it's like a, um, a parallel import sort of. Yeah. Like they're saying like one vodka, one tequila, <laughs> one gin. <laughs> Pretty much. It bothers me. <laughs> one shandy. <laughs> shandy. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Time for the questionnaire. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, it was an A storyline throughout, a non-secular beginning. It was an A that branched. It's one of those ones, I think. Branching A with a non-secular beginning that only lasted two scenes, so... Um, yeah, it, it wasn't like one of those first act non-secretors. Yeah, it, it is not the stainless steel, beautiful uh, Homer at bat starts where it just flows seamlessly and hilariously to the plot main plot line. Yeah. Uh, listen to the Homer at bat, Simpsons Index. It's amazing. Uh, episode four, I want to say. Pretty yeah, early, because I wanted to do an episode three one tonight because we haven't done an episode three since then. Really? Yeah, because episode one we did Bart Lover, and then episode four we did Homer at the Bat. Since then, haven't done an episode three episode. More episode threes. That's what the crowd wants. We'll give it to them. I don't think it's what they want, but shut up. <laughs> um, so, any memories of this episode and how it influenced your life or anything? Uh, I do remember going to school the next day and being like, must kill Mo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just anytime you ride anything, you just kind of quietly say that. Yeah, there was actually a moment at... <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, there was actually a moment at school for me where I remember any time Hawaii would come up... Hawaii? I want to go Hawaii. Who's going, going to Hawaii? Am I going to Hawaii? Yeah. Like, that's what had happened. And then, you know, you'd find a surprising people went on vacation to Hawaii when you could use that quote. <laughs> Am I going to Hawaii? Yeah. But um, I remember this episode back in the day, so it's a season nine, so it's about 98, probably 99 by the time it hit our shores. Yeah. I enjoyed saying hail to the chimp. Yep. And occasionally <laughs> if you saw something bad happen, you'd be like, you got that because you didn't hail to the chimp. So play count. How many times do you think you've watched this one? 48.7. Yeah. yeah, I won't lie. Realistically, when we're going off the how many times per year do you think you watched it? Um. I th- I think this one's at least once a year, like counting for the years that I didn't watch it for the years that I watched it a bunch of times. Like, yeah, this is a good one. One that I'd happily revisit. Yep. yep, um, yep, yep. Any jokes you only noticed on this viewing? Well, the <laughs> balloon machine in the bathroom uh, one, not definitely. Not this viewing, but yeah, it was definitely a latter viewing. That were, uh, what was this, 90 what? 98, 99. So we would have been 15, 16. Uh, no. Um, I was 12. Oh. 13. So, 13, 14 for you, because you're, you're an 85er. Yes, well, I would have understood balloons in bathrooms by then. <laughs> I had maybe seen a couple of bathrooms by hey, then. Hey, you'd probably done, yeah, year six sex ed by then, you know. I was still a... I knew how to put a balloon on a banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um, speaking of uh, fruit and vegetables, I didn't get the cauliflowering gag back in the day, where he talks about his ears. Yeah, way to segue from a non uh, know, from a sexual joke to a super hyper well done, man. <laughs> Thank you. you haven't called attention to it. <laughs> I tend to. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah the cauliflowering ear goes. gag. I didn't get that back in the day, and since watching UFC and mm. wondering those questions, hey, what the fuck's up with them fighters' ears? <laughs> cauliflower eat too much of it you get weird ears kids and actually oh my god i didn't even make the connection then i used to be a big fan of full frontal back in the day and especially sean McAuliffe's character mm. milo kerrigan do you remember him yeah that's the best part yeah it, it was basically yeah a, we're, we're sorry anyone who wasn't born in australia in the 1980s yeah <laughs> um 
Uh, and yeah, his he, uh, one of the sketches was him promoting his brand of vegetable snacks called Collie Snacks. <laughs> so like, uh, now I've made that connection that it was cauliflower ears and he's selling a cauliflower snack. But that was the whole gag. It was like, mm, this is a snack of fresh boiled cauliflower. and <laughs> Collie Snack, Collie Snack, Collie Snack. I feel bad now. <laughs> Every chance I'll edit this. <laughs> Please do. Um, any other jokes you noticed on this viewing? Probably not really. Mm, no, I understood everything this time. I do want to bring up again lobster stuff with tacos. Because <laughs> it's, it's great. It's, it's the perfect gag. <laughs> if there was a restaurant that says lobster stuff with tacos, I would go there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that place is called Thai Good You Like Shirt. And uh, we can get everything at once. Um, if you could put a dumbbell indemnity into a playlist, what would it be? <sighs> Lobster stuff with tacos. Um, <laughs> monkeys references? No, monkey references. Um, yeah, episodes with um, and then I saw her face as a montage. I can't name any off the top of my head. I feel like this fight, but it's it's it, yeah, it's out there a lot. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, definitely like quality mo episodes. Homer crimes. Uh, Mo episodes, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, because this would like pair nicely with the season 20 episode where he dates the little person. Like, that's a really quality episode for that era as well. Mm -hmm. I hope. We'll find out on episode 53 of The Simpsons Index. Stop doing that to yourself. (laughs) You're never going to remember. I've met you. You don't remember these things. (laughs) Tend not to. Um... Sorry. Uh, yeah, um, playlist, I think, yeah, that pretty much covers it. Mo episodes, Homer crimes, and um, monkey humor. Monkey references. Yeah, so this and monkey trauma center for... Look, maybe it's time we told everyone the truth, that all those monkeys we sent in the yeah. face came back super intelligent. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll be doing that. Yep, yep. <laughs> Classic. Um. So, wackiness. Um... I think the wackiness was there and earned. Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't really rely on it. I, th- I suppose the Homer sinking the car is the wackiest bit where he mm. jumps out of it, rolls per- perfectly back in. Um, everything else is pretty grounded. Yeah, like, and yeah, even him stealing the car and all that, that was all like based in reality sort of stuff. It was just, yeah, the whole car falling down the cliff thing and the silliness of that and yeah i guess the ghost homer and mo burning yeah. down the bar but yeah at that point you've earned the big moment yeah you've earned the mo- he's talking about the big plan and the insurance scam and he's at this point desperate to show renee the good life and get homer out and like have the best of both worlds and it makes sense within context it's wacky still but yeah like you said it's it's enough to be earned it doesn't feel out of place yeah, and even, like, Mo himself, his wackiness, where, you know, he even, like, they present him as a racist in... Uh, sorry. They present him as a rapist in, like, off-the-cuff humour. Um, whereas this one, like, they... Eyebrow up, what? Huh? Eyebrow up, what? Oh, like, they'll, um, like, cut to Mo for a second to make a joke. Well, I guess I like to rape women. Waka waka. What? You know? No, I don't know. Oh, it's littered throughout the new season. 
Like, is it? Like, I, I prefer girls who are on roofies. Waka waka. Does he actually say that or are you just paraphrasing? Uh, I am paraphrasing, but I will now aim to prove it to you. Yeah. I'm in not... episode 42 with this. God. Because <laughs> I, f- I know he's got that creepy stalker thing every yeah. now and then. Uh, yeah, Mo, a.k.a. Rapist? the guy behind the bushes. Yeah. Uh, like they say, my name is Mo or hey you behind the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, you know... Our next bachelor is Mo, who likes women who take their clothes off for money. It's yeah. like, he's creepy and he's sleazy. I never I never thought of him as, as, as criminally so. so. Yeah. But Plus anyway, what there. I was saying is that as far as wackiness with him goes, is they sort of pepper it throughout the episode. So you know he's a bit off and he's a bit mm. left of center and he's not the um, standard desirable man or whatever. Um, but um, at the end of the episode... Um, when he goes full blown, let's steal corpses. Like <laughs> you get that full troll creepiness back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even then, you feel like that moment's earned. That he's just sort of going off the deep end because this this woman made him that crazy. I mean, can we give the man a break? He's a self made immigrant. Yeah, yeah. You know, runs his own business. It's respectable. Mm. Also, a uh, former boxer who's uh, a little bit ugly of the wear. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was back when they uh, let you use the stinger. Yeah. And uh, they don't let you use that anymore. Went from riches to rags. <laughs> and then had a goddamn story about the fucking rag. rag. <laughs> In the episode, Mo goes from rags to riches. Um, anyway, so the heart of this episode. I feel like you think the heart's between uh, Mo and Renee, but it turns out the heart's between Homer and Mo. Yeah, it's between Bartender and Booze Hound. That's mm-hmm. the, where all the heart in the world is. How could he stay mad at him? You know, I want to see that rom-com now. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that... Um, is that what they call it? Yeah, bromance film. Yeah. Uh, of the Bartender and the Booze Hound. Yep. Beautiful, really. I'm trying to think of a good title. Hang on. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. Definitely. Um. Okay, the only reason it might not have felt like an episode of The Simpsons because The Simpsons weren't really in it. It was mostly more. It was mostly more. But, but Homer was there and, you know, I think that's why they might have had the non-secular beginning so that Bart, Lisa, Marge could show up and at least get a paycheck. Some, yeah, yeah, have some screen time. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it's not like The Simpsons haven't done non-Simpsons family stories before and had yeah. success with them much like this one. Well, it's one. one where you don't feel them missing. You're like, mm. well, I'm bored. Let's, what, what's everyone else doing? I mean, yeah. You're entertained enough that I didn't even really think about it until you mentioned it. It was, you know, it felt enough like The Simpsons I didn't miss the actual Simpsons. Yeah. Um. Okay, so would you watch this episode again? Yes, I would, Kent. All right, and as would I. So let's rank this thing. Kick what? it off for me, Beach. Um... I did start off silver. I, I kind of think I'm going gold on this one. There's enough really good quotable moments. It's a solid, entertaining story throughout. They don't pander to the voice, the, the guest voice actor. Yeah, it's yes. a lot of fun. It's funny. And yeah, story holds together really well. I'm, I, you know, I convinced myself. Gold. <laughs> gold. Gold. Um, there was moments that I was actually, wow, is this... Is this Cubix Connie? Is this QZ right now? But no, nah, it never really hit not those Not quite heights. there, yeah, yeah. Um, it still has a very uh, new Simpsons flavour about it, which is sort of yeah, it's undefinable. One like, of those, yeah, it's one of those ones, and I think I've said it before, where I have no complaints, 
but it's not perfect. And I can't tell mm. you exactly where that perfection lacks. It's just, it's just not there. But it's... you make a really good point with not pandering to the guest star. Mm. Like, Helen Hunt was used very effectively. There were no... There wasn't even a tongue-in-cheek mad about you reference, let alone an overt one. Like, well, I'm feeling pretty mad about you. Yeah, and... You've got my heart in a twister. (laughs) Guess I should pay it forward. (laughs) Hey, stop. You need to give me some Kevin Spacey. No, what? You know, this is as good as it gets. (laughs) There we go. Um, Kevin, what? (laughs) And maybe even one of those jokes would have been you know, funny or something, but they didn't do it. They didn't even bother. I like that. It makes the guest star feel like they didn't write it around them. Like occasionally you do have a great reference. There's like, um, ah, in, 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 in Mr. Bergstrom, when he goes, Mr. Groffle, Mrs. Groffle, you're trying to seduce me. And it's that bit from the graduate. Yeah. And they just use the, the, the framing framing. of the leg and the the single line, but it's not overly pandered to. It's just a quick reference and you move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that Helen Hunt is as, as fine as an actress she is, isn't anything as iconic as that. Mm. And so they just kind of just, who knows at what point she came on to, maybe she was an afterthought, maybe it was planned all along, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, I want to say Mad About You is in pretty full swing at this time, or at maybe time. at least in its late seasons. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think pretty full swing. Maybe, maybe yeah. it did. I can't remember. Because Twister but, um, was 96 as but, well. you know, so. out of the, what, like, seven, eight seasons? Name a line from out about you. Uh, t- uh, Ira. Oh, no, I can. Um, It's actually <laughs> one of my favorite lines from a show that I hate is when Yoko Ono guest starred on it and she goes, I want you to film the wind. <laughs> That's Yoko Ono. Yeah, and like it drives Paul Reiser's character crazy because I think he is a videographer He's or like something. He's like an editor or something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like she has this assignment for him to film the wind and like he goes straight crazy trying to outlive her artistic vision. Uh, just film a plastic bag a la American <laughs> Beauty. Kevin Spacey again. But it's like, yeah, you, you say say a line from Seinfeld and we'll go on all day. Mm-hmm. These pretzels are making me thirsty. I don't want to be a pirate. You know, everything. That's What's gold, Jerry. With? That's gold. And um, like, much like Seinfeld, this episode's gold. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to segue back your point. Was. Yeah, yeah. My, lo- my long-winded point here is that I feel like they the best reason not to pander any of Helen Hunt's previous works is none of them are highly iconic. Yeah. Like The Graduate or like a sure. bunch of other things they've referenced in time. Yeah, like Psycho or... The Simpsons reference a bunch of things, but they've always been heavily... Like, you, they're unmissable. You, If you mm. know the reference, you immediately pick it up and uh there's nothing like that oh, for Helen Hunt as far as I'm concerned other than actually all her quotes from other movies come from other characters like you make me want to be a better man yeah <laughs> and holy shit there's a cow in that tornado you're a white caveman painted on walls <laughs> she didn't say any of them <laughs> um anyway so yeah I'm and solid gold all round and I feel like it's well deserved it's mm. yeah weird I didn't think this was as good in I, I was sitting here thinking, oh, is it going to be a silver, I suppose? And then yeah. I go on and there's so many lines. I, I still love lobster tacos. Well, this is um, one where, like, okay, so for the three groupings that I've made for this podcast, the classic, the teens, and the HD era, like, I include season nine in the classic era, which I think at least Cracked would disagree with because of the whole principal and the pauper 
episode with the Harmon Tanzarian most thing. Go to either nine or ten. I don't yeah. think many people exclude nine. Um, some people slash douchebags will, but yeah. Um, but this is one where it's still like very much classic Simpsons in um, spirit and in everything. And mind yeah. you, when you said this one was in season nine, I was surprised. I thought it was a later season. We we're actually going through them, and like we were both kind of surprised at some. Like yeah, like Dust just... Bus, the the, the uh, Lord of the Flies one. Yeah, yeah, it feels like like a twelve plus. Um, I don't know why. Maybe this is... so. And then you have the one with the moon pie, and you're like that wasn't like season six like <laughs> yeah it's it's weird the parts that become iconic and become quotable that you just swear were earlier because i've seen it a thousand million times it must have been like season four yeah but no we're way later than you think and occasionally way way later in the terms of like uh rib witch or something like that totally um yeah. all right cool well i think that about does it for episode 23 of the simpsons index um BT and Danny, thank you for joining me in the dank tonight. You're welcome. I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, not tapping out. Goodbye. Good night. Gonna say goodbye again. Night. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. I'm ready for you, bro. Oh, fair music. Got a little more experimental than that, man. We're all like, skip up, up, hop, doop. I love that jam. Flip it up, Love that jam. Jam. Love that jam. Strawberry jam. Love that jam.